from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Tonight you're going to hear an incredible story. Author and life coach Rainey Hiley turned away from her life as a lawyer and made that decision to help others by becoming a life coach. Rainey now helps others to a richer, fuller life through the understanding that there's more to us than just the everyday hustle. Rainey enables her clients to go beyond the everyday norm and enhance their lives in a way that has meaning and purpose. Rainey, welcome to the program. Looking forward to this. George, it's so great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. What kind of law did you practice in your day? Yeah, I was a civil litigator at a law firm in Boulder, Colorado, actually. Oh, great. We go to Boulder quite often to do our Beyond Belief television shows. Yeah, it's a great city. I wish, you know, I could have enjoyed it more, but I was stuck in the books practicing law, you know? (laughs) Are you still out that way? No, I, um, I... In part-time in Sedona and part-time in Hilton Head. Oh, Sedona's a wonderful place too, isn't it? I love Sedona. It's such a magical, powerful place. Well, did, did it take you a long time to decide whether to leave law and do what you're doing now? Well, you know, it was, it was interesting, George, because when I was practicing law, I would literally wake up every morning with this fingernail down a chalkboard sound. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just like this feeling like I was in the wrong profession. I was not on my right path, and I just couldn't figure out, you know, what I was doing wrong. I had done what everyone told me to do. You know, I'd gone to college. I'd gone to a great law school. I'd, you know, now I had a job and everything. You know, I was, I was checking all the boxes off, but I was completely miserable, and it really took me a while to figure out that my life path was to help serve others in a more spiritual way. And um, so it was, it was a big deal getting out of law because I felt like, you know, I had prepared for this my whole life. This is what I was supposed to do. And yet it was so unfulfilling to me. Were there some who pushed you into the law school area? Well, you know, I think I, 
my dad always wanted me to go to law school because he's like, you know, it'll be great to have a law degree. It'll always help you. And, and I believe that. I think that was, you know, it was a great education sure. to have. Um, but just for me, it wasn't a very fulfilling life. In school, and, did you realize, oh, well, this isn't for me, but you just kept going? I did. I did. You know, I had gone to law school thinking, oh, I want to change the world. This is going to be the best way to change the world. And then that, you know, kind of the delusion set in of like, wait a second, this is not the way to do it. And um, But I went ahead and I finished and I practiced law and gave it a shot and um, quickly found my way out of the law and into, you know, kind of more of a life path that had meaning for me. What was that moment that got you to switch into the metaphysical area? You know, it was it was a real awakening for me, George. It was like a moment where those big questions of life, you know, the questions of existence, like who are we or who am I? What am I doing here? What is this all about? Where are we from? Those questions just became so prominent in my life that, it, it was the driving force in my life, and I could no longer do anything that was out of alignment with those big questions. When you made the switch, Rainey, was it gradual or was it bang? You did it. It was bang. <laughs> it was bang. It was. Um, I practiced for a very, very long year, and after that year, I was like, okay, I'm getting out of law. Um, I went into a law-related field, but um, and so that was a bit gradual, getting into a spiritual field like uh, life coaching. But um, you know, it was it was a pretty much an overnight kind of situation. Like I can't do this anymore. I have to find my path. We're being bombarded every day with events that are happening: wars, COVID, all these things. How can people kind of pull away from that? You know, I think it's. Number one, turn off mainstream media. I think that's the most important thing. Um, really quieting all the noise from outside and coming into a place of quietness and centeredness within themselves, whether it's through meditation or just being in nature or you know, being somewhere peaceful to really hear the sound of your authentic self inside of you and not all of the noise around. What major piece of evidence would you give people to change their lives? I mean, if you could just tell them one thing, what would that be? Mm, that's such a good question. I would say if there's one piece of advice I could give to people, it would be when you are on your deathbed and you look back at your life, are you going to be fulfilled? And if that answer is no, I would say make the change. Make right the now. change. Yep. Now. As soon as you can. Yes. Sometimes people are stuck. They're mired in a job they don't like, but they've got a mortgage, they've got a family, and the, you know, they've got to provide. What happens to the person who's trapped? Well, and you know, I just want to say this is that, you know, everybody's life path doesn't mean that they have to be working in their spiritual field or working on their soul mission. You know, they can, there are people who can have an ordinary job and maybe fulfill themselves in other ways, you know. So I would say it would begin by finding spiritual fulfillment or deeper meaning in your life in all areas and not necessarily just trying to change your job. 
You know what I mean? Sure. We're with Randy Hiley. Her books are all over the place, including her latest, Soul Family. Her website is linked up at coasttocoastam.com. Tonight we're going to talk with her about finding your inner self, about the afterlife, which he has dealt with, and about Dr. Emoto. Remember him, the late doctor who was on our program several years ago before he passed, who wrote the Water Code Unlocking. That was uh, Rainey's award-winning book about Dr. Emoto, who would bombard. And I want to come back to him, Rainey, but i got to mention this. His work was incredible, how he would bombard water with pleasant music and harsh music, freeze it, cut it, look at it in a microscope, and all the frozen pieces of water that were subjected to the beautiful, what we would call nice, easy listening music, looked wonderful under a microscope. But the other stuff looked all discombobulated. It's amazing. It's fascinating. I really feel like that was the biggest breakthrough scientifically of my lifetime, is Dr. Moto's work. I mean, he, I mean, that's the actual proof that our thoughts and words have an impact on the unseen world. Yeah, there's no question about that. Well, let's talk about your inner self, first of all. When we talk about that by itself, your inner self, what do you mean? We're talking about the part of you that is eternal, the part of you that exists when you drop this body, the part of you that continues on, the part of you that was here before you came into this life. So it's your soul. Do we all know what our inner self is? I think intuitively we do. Um, as humans, we have so many roles that we take on. You know, we, we, we're grow, we grow up and we have societal indoctrination. We've got all of these ideas of who we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to do. And we're fulfilling roles as good husband, good father, uh, you know, good employee, and it's about removing those roles layer by layer and finding out what's really there beneath them, that inner self, that soul that's really you. So a lot of it is peeling an onion, and it takes a lot hmm. of layers to get to that authentic self. Is that what you mean by authenticity, which is, is what your website is too? Yes, that's exactly right. Living in alignment with your soul. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, you, Tiff, talked about Soul Family in your book. The Soul Family, of course. That's the same title. What is that? So your Soul Family is different from your Earth Family. Your soul family is that larger community that you are a part of before you come into this earth experience and when you die. It's, um, it's something that I actually had a visual of when my dog Petunia, she was my baby, she was 14 and a half years. And you called her Petunia? <laughs> her name was Petunia. And she was a Pomeranian and she was like my little daughter. But when she passed... I had a moment where she came to me and she showed me. I mean, I saw a visual of everything, and it was like I had this huge, huge soul family. I had this huge connection, this community that I was a part of, and this community was supporting me from the other side. And they're the ones waiting for us when we pass from this life. And they're not necessarily all relatives, are they? Well, cosmically, our on a soul level, I think they might be our relatives, but I, not necessarily from an Earth perspective. Aha. Uh-huh. Now, how old was the Pomeranian? <laughs> she was 14 and a half. That's a pretty good run for a dog. Yeah, she, she had a good life. And, you know, I really think that our, our dogs come in, a lot of our dogs are really high vibrational wise beings that come in to help us. They are. They are. Yeah. Dogs and cats, as a matter of fact. The animals right. cats too. <laughs> animals are very special. They, they truly are. Now, you have talked about a soul tribe. What's the difference between a soul family and a soul tribe, or is that one and the same? Well, no. So the soul tribe is, uh, the tribes are smaller parts of the soul family. So we're part of this big community, a spiritual community. And in that community, we have smaller groups that we are connected with. And those are the people that will most likely be the ones who were in our families when we incarnate and that we're really close to. So these are like soul tribes that I encountered throughout my life that just became clear to me. Like, for example, um, Keepers of the Grid, that's one of the soul tribes. And those are people who are obsessed with um, ley lines and making grids with crystals and and they're really working on balancing energy on the earth so each of these tribes has a different purpose and a different focus and when people identify with their tribe it helps them really get clarity on what their soul mission is that's amazing and does everybody have a soul tribe soul family they do. Yes, they do. And I mean, there could be more. I've identified nine soul tribes, and I even created a quiz for people to take um, online if they want to discover their own soul tribe. Really? So give us a few of the questions. What are they like? Well, so the quiz is a, it's like an extensive, um, it's a free quiz, and it's about 15 minutes long, and it has a lot of questions about... Um, 
Are you connected to water? Do you love giving massages? I mean, just simple questions that lead you through this line of questioning to help determine which soul tribe you're most connected to. And that's going to help sort of narrow down what your purpose is on this planet from a soul perspective. That's interesting. An interesting take on all of that, too. And I mean, how did you get to that point where you understood this? Well, I mean, (laughs) it took a long time. You know, it's really, it's been um, my, I would say my spiritual awakening happened in 2003. And since that time, it's been training myself, teaching myself, talking to the other side, gathering as much information as I can, because this is the kind of thing that's not taught in schools. You know, we don't learn this. And so um, I was able to get a couple metaphysical degrees, and that was, that was helpful. Um, sure. But for the most part, it's kind of like a self-learning experience. Have you ever looked back and said, why did I leave law? Did that Never. ever happen? Never. <laughs> not for one second. You don't miss it at all, do you? No, not at all. When people come up to you for advice... And you know, you could tell that they're lost. They're just, you know, they just don't know what they're doing in life. How do you kind of ground them again? Well, I think it's important for people. Or or do you? Well, I think grounding is very important. And I think that's a a real key that you've targeted on. And that is that there are people who um, really need to incorporate certain techniques into their life. And I think it's helpful for all of us. So I begin by having all of my clients or people that I'm helping um, incorporate practices like waking up, starting their day with gratitude, visualizing their day upon waking, watching the sunrise, putting their feet on the ground, connecting to the earth, writing and speaking their affirmations, how they want their day to go drinking, you know, positively charged water. So there's all these different techniques that they can incorporate to really start to reconnect with their authentic self and not be distracted by the noise around them. How much of this is strong meditation? How much of it is what? Meditation. I would say majority of it is meditation. Um, is so important. Meditation is is where we hear. You know, we have um, prayer where we ask the universe for something, and meditation is where we receive our answers. So it's a it's active listening, and it's something we don't do a lot as human beings. We're always kind of talking and not in a listening state. And it's so important to have that receptivity. What about karma, Rainy? How important is that? I think it's important. You know, I live. I try to live my life not creating karma, (laughs) you know. Um, I think there is something to be said about what you put out into the universe comes back to you. There's no question about that. Uh, We've seen that happen time and time again. Do you have any examples of uh, positive thinking versus negative thinking? Sure. Um, For example, just saying that I can do something versus I can't do something. I mean, we've seen that in... um, Dr. Emoto's water molecules, you know, it's like just that one word, I can versus I can't, makes such a huge difference. And so beginning to speak with positive 
words as if it's already happening is the best way to affirm your life. Not, you know, saying, I am a great parent or I am a great spouse or whatever it is you want to be. You know, like you already are that and that's what creates the positive results in your life. And it works, doesn't it? It does. It absolutely does. Have you come across some people in your career, Rainy, that are so negative, so down on life, and nothing seems to work for them? I have. and You want to run away from them, don't you? It's really hard to be around, you know, and I just happen to be a real positive person. Um, and so when I encounter that, it's such a different vibration, you know, that I feel like you, that there's an undoing, a letting go a releasing that must take place for people, and especially when they have all of that negative self-talk. They have to release and shed their roles, their negativity, wherever they've picked up these voices that are playing in their head. It's about releasing them and replacing them with new voices and new patterns. So whether that's putting your affirmations on a mirror that are very, very positive and you're looking at every morning and you're saying them, that's what I would tell that person to do. Even if they're constantly saying negative things to themselves, they need to have positive affirmations written down so they can switch their thought. But it is a long process of changing that. It doesn't happen overnight. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.